0: What is up, everybody? It's Saturday morning. You know what that means. It's another edition of Curveballs and Shirt sure Shots. It is your boy, Brandon Tangua Sitting electronically more than six feet away from me is my lovely and esteemed sleepy co-host, Dominic and Dominic, how are you doing today?
1: I'm good. Well, that's
0: nice. That's nice. How, how are you? Oh, well, you know, I'm okay. You know you're a sleepy boy. I'm a little bit of a sleepy boy. Doing, sleepy man, get it right. Sorry, sleepy sleepy man. We're sleepy men. Man. This is a manly podcast. I don't know what you're talking about? You goddamn right. It's a manly podcast. We went out again two weeks in a row. We had we had we went on a date. It was such a beautiful experience. We went to uh, juicy finales. Wrestling show, Big Tokos kickback is the official phrase. Uh, Dominic may have seen name redacted. There was no uh fight on site, as some people might have said it was going to be, but uh, it was a uh, re- res- I-, I was respectfully holding back. Yes, I could see that the rage and seethiness in
2: your face. Oh, but you know, like. It's hard to have a conversation with him. Like, don't don't dig well, that. Just I, a
0: rhetoric. I thought I thought you were gonna eglo- elaborate. That I didn't know well, this question. I, I'm gonna
2: break kayfabe for a second. I'm sorry. I have to. I legitimately think Phillips a cool dude. I think he's you know. Wow, he, he has. He has uh, no, no, no. no I, I need to be honest. I need to be fucking honest here because I might say something that's really rude. And but I need to be honest. Like I need to be honest. Okay. Let's be honest. Sure. He is a cool guy, I guess, whatever. He's nice. You know, always, you know, just because he. His passion for wrestling is a lot bigger than mine. He is the way he is. I'm not judging him or anything, but. uh, But it's difficult to fucking talk to him. Like, I have to like, oh, do you like doing this? Like, I, I don't know what the fuck to ask him. I can't be fucking asking him. Random ass shit like I do
0: to you. You can't ask him who he has in the Super Bowl like we will be talking about today, because today is the NFL preview. And we get a mini version of everyone's favorite segment. We're not gonna say it now, because you know we gotta gotta build it up for later. But football's back, Dominic. College football's been back for Fuck college football. Whoa, 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 whoa. I know Fuck we're not a kids. Big, I know we're not a big college football podcast, if any. But you know. We had a week zero yesterday, week one this week. There was some good f- games on Thursday. There's the big Ohio State Notre Dame game. We're going to see Notre Dame get their fucking cheeks clapped. Um, and there's a bunch other of clapping teams. cheeks. Did I tell you I went to a bar on Thursday with my coworkers? Yes, you did tell me, but you didn't tell the audience, Dominic. And I don't know what this has to do with clapping cheeks. But if you would like to turn it all around and you know bring it full circle on how this is clapping cheeks, tell us. I mean, congratulations.
2: I, I mean, I, order, I, didn't, I guess I definitely didn't have sex. I don't know about the other people that were there. I mean, maybe someone got lucky. I don't know, but definitely wasn't me. But uh, but no, you yeah, know, just you know, I'm a bar. Pre- you know, that's two weeks in a row. I went to a bar. I'm such a, a bar. Pre- I'm a. i am love dive bars now. I'm such a hipster. Fucking, you know, went to retro Drunkie lax Friday. We went to back lounge on Thursday, but it was with all my coworkers. You know, you know your 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 future wife was there. She was a little uh, inebriated, inebriated. You know, by the way, found a, you know, shout out. Wait, have we said her name? I I, I said her name when you weren't here. Oh, well, shout out. To you.
0: Shout out to you. No free shout outs.
2: No free shout outs. She got her license. Yay. So she can drive herself
0: Yay. to the double date
2: and drive her ass home. Right. Double oh, no, hype. she could pick you up.
0: Ooh, that's a, that's some 2022 independent woman shit.
2: Exactly. Right. I know. Even though she was yelling at my coworker to buy, buy her drinks. So,
0: so how, how did this coworker party experience go? I mean, last time, from my knowledge, you guys had a co-worker get-together. You got shit-faced, called me to try to set up another double date, the original <laughs> double date, while I was on the shitter. And then you, uh, on the way home, had the studio audience pull over and you pooped on the side of the highway. Well, that was a baby shower. That was not a get-together. That was a
2: baby shower. It's different. Oh, okay. This right. was because one of our co-workers were leaving, and she's the most beloved person at that company. Everyone else can, can lick. lick- turtle scrotum it was fucking except terrible. for studio audience except for studio audience everyone else look at turtle school, scrotum It's can you say turtle scrotum quickly
0: well apparently you can't turtle
2: scor- squirtle squirtle, <laughs> turtle <laughs> squirtle. It's, it's hard it's not me okay um, but uh, you know it was cool you know I, I knew most of the people that were there maybe except for like one or two three people found out Tyler sings in his car because some lady was like hey do you sing in your car I'm like first of all I don't know you lady Second of all, no, and she's you look like the guy are you should. I'm like, are you lying? I'm like, no, and then I was like, wait, does he drive like a silver like looking like sedan? Oh yeah, I'm like, oh, that's Tyler. So totally routed Tyler out for singing in his car, belting out the t- tune. Tyler be uh, be jamming out. What do you th- what do you think Tyler be be listening to? Uh, it depends. There's times where he pulls up in the morning and his his trunk is rattling, and there's times where you know you can hear good old fucking like you know. I don't know. Some country shit. I'm not going to name country. He's a good
0: old country boy.
2: Yeah. So, but apparently he was singing so loud that it was heard in building four. So. Tyler, we
0: to, Well, we need to get to the bottom of this and we need to see what song Tyler be singing. Tyler, you know, we, we would need love you to that. come
2: back on the podcast for a one one night event. And it's karaoke curveballs and chair shot
0: style. Well, I would say I would love to ask him on Sunday at all out, but apparently he's not coming. He's not he's I not know. Not very okay, interesting free that pay-per-view when, free food free booze he still won't show up, what up i know i know it's it's crazy that when dominic and the studio audience are guaranteed to show up then he doesn't show up i know right i mean mm-hmm. it's crazy it's you know. coincidence Tyler, if you're trying to fight
2: meet me outside all right dog how about that but uh but no and, you know and i had a couple beers I, you know studio audience bought me a beer which thank you love you for independent that. woman i bought myself a beer you're supposed to say like independent man, independent man. Good job, Dominic. There you go. Thank you you. Buy yourself a beer. And then shout out. The other dude. Shout out the other dude. No free shout outs, no free shout outs. Uh, he bought me a beer and I was just like, you sure? I feel bad because he was very high on getting me a martini. But he's like, no, no, you come over to my house. I make you a small martini for you to try it. And I'm like, oh, I'll stick a beer then. And I, and I had a, you know,
0: never had a martini. margarita Me neither.
2: Apparently you make you can either make it with vodka or gin. He's a vodka guy. And I'm just like, but he puts like pretty much no it's called a vermouth, I think. So basically he drinks pure vodka.
0: I and mean, that's the only way to do it.
2: And I'm like, why don't you just take why don't you just fill up a glass of ice cold vodka and just drink it? I was like, ah, oh, whatever. But um, and then we went to Panera after. And let's just say Somebody, aka my wife. I'm not naming any no, names. No, here. we're not
0: naming. We're not naming any names, and we're not
2: shaming either. We're not shaming either. Not no shaming. shame.
0: No shame. No shame. But this was a Thursday work night. Couldn't
2: order Panera. Just saying. She she literally. She's she's a good person. I like her. I'm no slander. I'm not gonna say anything. She's she's a good girl. One she's might a good even say she Dominic. Sorry, good woman. Don't pander. Sorry. One, my name says she's uh, wifey, material, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. by the way, she almost texted you at the bar uh, when she when she so she have found the found out the unfortunate, unfortunate story about Chili Bowl.
0: Uh, it's been this long. She just figured out about Chili Bowl. Yeah, Damn. It's a catastrophe. It's a sad day. It's a bad day.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, because my coworker. My ex co-worker, she doesn't work with us anymore. She, not not the one that's leaving. but This is one
0: that left like a few months ago. The one where studio audience went to go get Korean barbecue and then she fell in love with Korean barbecue that we went to no, go get Korean barbecue no, and then we ran up no, the fucking tab because no. we bought three full bottles of soju. No. no, not that one. OK, this is a different one. Uh,
2: and um, she told me her story and me. And Mary looked at me and I'm just like, shut the fuck up. And then something about like, oh, you're in love when you could poop with each other and I, I might have just, just uh, said a little bit of an inside secret with me and her uh, studio audience. And then she got upset and said, like, mm, you should ask Dominic what Chili Bowl is. And they all said, what's Chili Bowl? I'm like, ah, damn it. Well, shit. So I said, I pulled the picture. And they actually did not cringe at the sight of my poo-filled underwear. Because it literally looked like chili. So they didn't know what to say. They literally said, like, that does look like chili. I'm like, there we go. I had to tell them the story how where we're sitting at, I was a block away getting a shit ton of talk, about it. I had to tell them the
0: whole story again. Yeah. I don't know if we've ever officially told the Chili Bowl story on this podcast, have we? We're not going well, to. I mean, but... we did on like the first collab we do with Trapdoor to Hell. Back oh, when yeah, Trapdoor to oh, Hell yeah, was I forget. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. legitimate podcast. Yeah, one Trapdoor to Hell one 0. Yes before the reboot and it all went to hell. I mean, they missed, they missed a week last week. It didn't even announce anything. Wow. I know it's a bad day. It's a sad day. It is. It's a bad day. Sad day, but it's not a sad day today because what? we got, we got football, a lot of football. Oh, wait, Brandon ask. I didn't do my gimmick. Oh, sorry. What's your gimmick? You have a gimmick. How's your week? That, you know, it was okay. Uh, what did I do this week? Went to the gym, you know, trying to get my, my dad bod back. Because okay. I'm a fat piece of shit. And since I went to Nashville like three weeks ago, I haven't really gone back to the gym. So, you know, getting back on that grind. I was Ooh. wearing, uh, you know, like my house shirts. I was wearing like really tight ones. So it would motivate me because that's what you had to do. You had to wear like really tight shirts to make you feel very fat. And that motivates you to go Who the to the gym. the fuck is calling me at 730 in the morning? What does it say?
2: one eight one two one two nine eight. I'm pretty sure.
0: I'm pretty sure it's spam, but answer anyways for content. Hello. Also you put on speakerphones so we, speakerphone so we can actually hear what they're saying, but it's okay, it's fine.
2: Hi, I'm Alex,
0: calling Hi, Alex. you from
2: HIK Communications. We are offering a phone, internet, and cable services in your Ooh. area at a very affordable price. If you are interested in any of these services, please say yes. Otherwise, say no. Yes. Nah. Well, oh, they hung up on me before I could say anything.
0: Wow, what a dick. That's okay. They got all they got all your information now, anyways. Yep. They got your social security. They got your fucking
1: they're, they're ID, their VPN. Right
0: they got they got it all. But anyways, you know, didn't didn't do too much. You know, went to the gym, did some landscaping, uh, you know, applied for jobs. That I'm not going to get to. But I do have a phone interview on Tuesday to be a social media investigator That's what the official title is. Now, what does that exactly mean? I don't fucking know. I'm going to be like goddamn Neven Cami on Catfish. I'll be sifting through the bowels of the Internet. And apparently I'm going to fucking cancel people. I don't know what that means, but it's a, it's a fucking job. You know, get some money, save up because, you know, WrestleMania slash Double or Nothing is right around the corner. Maybe a wedding, maybe honeymoon. Who knows? But anyways. Football season is also next week. Well, NFL season next week, which means I gotta start getting my gamblings in order. And I invested in Bitcoin, even though I probably shouldn't have. This podcast
2: about you by Bitcoin and how if you're going to the moon, right now, baby. You're rich. If you're
0: like Brandon, you're poor. Because I'm a bit I'm apparently I'm a Bitcoin bro now. I probably shouldn't have done this. I should have just deposited, you know, used my credit card to Put the yeah. money into my Bovada account. Yeah. And then I could withdraw using Bitcoin. Yeah. Didn't think about that and because there's like holding patterns or there probably is. Well, I think if I clicked on something to like make it instant and make it quicker, I could have done that. But I'm an idiot and I wasn't really paying attention and I kind of forgot about that part. So I have to wait three to five business days and current. Well, let's check on it right now. I invested $200 worth of Bitcoin. Check this morning. Not great. Right now, currently it's at nine one hundred and ninety-seven dollars and thirty-nine cents. So so far I have lost uh, two dollars and sixty-one cents. But that's not
2: even from gambling, that's just from Bitcoin losing money, right? Losing its value.
0: That's just from crypto. That's just from it losing its money. And I so I invested, I did the two hundred dollars, and ever since I did that, which I I don't know, let's say it was one o'clock yesterday on, on Friday. I, it has not been a two hundred dollar value since then. So uh, that, that that's a it's a bad look. I'm, for I'm just boy. saying I'm gonna
2: fucking lose my shit if, if you don't gamble for like a month and then
0: you just lose all your money because crypto goes down the toilet. <laughs> I would fucking. But then it's gonna go up in value. It's gonna be it's gonna go from two hundred dollars worth up to five hundred dollars to the moon, baby. No, nah, you gotta go like one of those like. You I know. could have gone hipster and gone with one of the other coins, which I probably should have because it's probably not as, it's not as volatile as Bitcoin yeah. is. But um, once again, I'm an idiot and it's been, you know, 10 years since I went to Mr. Beal's uh, economics class and they didn't talk about crypto at the time. So how am I supposed to know everything I know? But economics is because of Mr. Beal Dominic and those luscious, fluffy eyebrows.
2: I love me some Mr. Beal, favorite teacher, row high school. Shout out
0: the shout Rowe out High school free shout, free
2: shout out. We no free shout outs on this podcast. Can Mr. Beal get a free shout out?
1: Maybe. Okay. How about his eyebrows? His eyebrows will get a free shout out. Shout out eyebrows.
0: So, Dominic, how's uh, your life outside of going to a work party and seeing your coworkers get drunk and talking about chili bowl? Anything else? Anything else exciting happening in the Hobson household?
2: There, there's things in the works that mm. uh i don't want to talk about right now because don't spoil anything i don't want to well A, I don't want to spoil anything and two i just want to keep it to myself and the studio audience and you know just you know you, you don't want to put the 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 cart before the horse you know because then you're going backwards you want the horse in front of the cart so the cart for the horse pulls the cart forward so we're just uh taking it day by day um you know, just Beautiful. uh, I got I got air in my lungs, coffee in my fucking stomach right now. So, I th- praise praise God, Amen, brother. God, yes. No one believed in this, but God did. All right, all right, DJ Khaled. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Anyways, listen we're to a the podcast like- now. Are we sure? I thought we we're a Catholic podcast. No, we're Christian, just to piss everyone off, and uh, no, no to piss off one person exactly. That's, well two people yes yeah, two people because they still don't understand what you mean. do you, do you know who the other person is it's 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 your actual real best friend because
1: he agreed with her so not three people because you're thinking somebody else
2: who's my actual real best friend Brian yeah oh shut up Brian who are you thinking who's the other person your wife
0: oh, what she said oh well that's a different reason right
2: Way different reasons. She, yes. I, it's just, you know, she'll hear a Christian and then just be like, uh,
1: religion. Uh.
2: Anyways, she doesn't sound like that, by the way. Would, That's, that, that was not a attempt of uh, intimidation. No. What's the word? Emancipation. Yes. There we go.
0: Proclamation. Oh, my brother testify. Okay, d Anyways. So,
2: uh, do you want to like, do we have to cover baseball
0: or? No, not really. Well, that's what I was going to get into is we don't really, we're going to skip over the MLB stand, not going to talk baseball really this week because nothing's really happened. Everybody uh, knows know, Yankees, Dodgers, the A's. No, well, uh, well that's what I, that was the only thing I was going to bring up is the Yankees have kind of fallen off a cliff so far. They're uh, facing the Rays this week. They got their fucking cheeks clapped. Speaking of cheeks being clapped. There you go. Great segue, Dominic that you Negative. teased earlier in the show. They lose nine to zero to the Rays. I'm only good at teasing. And I saw a picture where they were they were up 15 games on the Rays. Now they're only up five games. Now we were like, oh, there's no way the Yankees blow this. But, you know, five games with only a month ago, you never know. Bars. Do the Yankees. Blow, do the Yankees actually blow this, Dominic? Probably.
2: And then You're going to have to deal with all the New York fans and fucking all the fake Yankee fans across the world. Like, oh,
0: I'm so tired of my team sucking. It's like, motherfucker. I mean, they did split with the worst team in the American League. Actually, I guess you can call them the worst team in baseball because the A's did lose a series to the Washington Nationals, which are the worst team in the National League. After they were up a few runs in the 10th inning on Thursday, and then they blow it, and then they, yeah. So maybe these are the worst team in baseball now.
2: Yeah, but see, from from what y'all been telling me, you know, since I efficient, by the way, when do I get my ace card?
0: Well, you know, it takes a long time to uh for it to process. There's so many applications to be an ace fan these days. So uh, you'll but, definitely but you'll, I've been you'll, you'll get doing it, you'll the trials get, and tribulations. You'll Where get it my card. You have a you have like, a, you know, it's like getting a license. You have your. Like your paper one, you have it like certified that you that you're that you are an AIDS fan, but you're not going to get like an official license until the off offseason today. Because, you know, you got to start fresh. Oh, Once, OK. You know, because you're, you're like on probation and, you know, getting your your things down this season. You don't officially, you know, get get everything before next season. But so. it can't be
2: revoked. Right. It's not like I'm driving. It's not it's not like I have a learner's permit and I get pulled over speeding and they can be like oh give me your permit you're done like it's not like that like i'm technically an A's fan now right
0: unless you get you know charged with the DUI and just you know drunkenly profess your love to the Giants or bear the A's out of drunken anger well i mean it was drunken anger it's okay and, but if it's and, legit and it's just, like and it's justified then maybe not okay but yeah well this is why we have the courts to decide which speaking of the courts the A's are doing uh, trying to settle with their lawsuits that are taken. There's like three different lawsuits that are uh, trying to block the Howard Terminal project, and I think two of them seem like they're going to be in the A's favor. And then the other one is about the fucking wind, which like the fucking the wind. wind. Like, like, what? Why is it? Such... Well, because people will sue about the invite the EIR, which is the environmental thing, yeah. and they and they say like, oh, they didn't properly talk about the wind impact and what that means and And so it you know it's all these little things that people are trying to or you know companies or whoever that have interest in how Terminal are trying to block it and uh i wasn't like super up on the uh, minute to minute because they had a hearing yesterday Uh so hopefully the judge can rule in the A's favor and basically the the real deadline is kind of like election day and trying to like get a lot of this shit done before the end of the year, because there's going to be some movement in the Oakland city council. And once you get new people in there, you just never know how the vote's going to go. We kind of know how the vote's going to go. Now there's only like two city council members who are really opposed of the project. So if we can get a binding vote, you know, before people get out, then Howard Terminal looks good, but also we know to, there's still not an actual like, full-fledged agreement yet between the a's and oakland because of all these lawsuits and things so once all the lawsuits get taken place then you can get like a binding plan of you know economics and all these other although bullshit we don't really care about my head is hurting so i know legal talk right now (laughs) i know and this is why no one cares about it except for me this is why i'm here so i can bore all you guys to death to talk about fucking wind lawsuits. Anyways, let's just get out of the baseball and just go right into the fucking NFL. Uh, sh- shout, out, shout out the Mets and shout out to uh, Timmy Trumpets. They did the, the intro for Edwin Diaz and he just fucking shoved against the Dodgers. And the Dodgers actually lost the season series to the Mets. We talked about it last week, Dom I mean, the Dodgers, everyone's just going to crown them because they might break the regular season record. But I mean, shout out those Mets. Those, those Mets ain't playing around. They took four out of seven against those Doyers. Are the, are the Mets legit? One might say too legit to quit. No. Oh, okay. That's only that's only the A's because yes. You know, Oakland shout out MC Hammer. Yes. No for shout-outs. All right. I guess that's it for baseball. Yay. Yay. Before we get into football, we do need to just quickly address there is some football news or baseball basketball news. Donovan Mitchell finally did get traded. He got traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Ah, uh, the Cavaliers were a surprisingly good team last year. Now you add Mitchell. Well, they got rid right of this...
2: Colin Sexton, right? Or whatever, Colin
0: Sexton. So, so now we get the uh, we get the uh, lovely Gay Sexton combo. So now we get Gay Sex in Utah. I know they're very happy about that. <laughs> but uh, you know, mm. Cleveland. What, what do you think about Cleveland? I mean, you know, you got the Bucks, got the uh, Celtics, the Heat, you got. You know, it's a strong upper tier in the East, but obviously everyone else is kind of lackluster compared to the West. Do you think Cleveland has a shot now with Donovan Mitchell, or is it just kind of a um um you know um they're going to just tread water because they there trade Sexton and, and you know it's too early. I you know I'm trying to. I mean,
2: actually... let here. I'll, I'll, well, you can take a take a 10 second break, and I'll, <sighs> I'll, I'll, I'll talk. Basically, with you got You're the, the basketball upper... guy, Dominic. Yeah, I'm the basketball guy. The upper. To your, like you said you got like boston brooklyn well i actually don't know about brooklyn anymore uh bucks Heat. you know i'm probably missing one or two teams there uh, oh, the philly uh philadelphia but everyone's going to be fighting for those last bottom seats and you yeah, have the whole wild card and all that kind of shit how it's changed in the tournaments and all that kind of bullshit so it, I don't I don't think Cleveland is going to be having to fight as hard as maybe the way bottom, bottom, bottom dwellers. There'll be
0: a there'll be a strong six, five, four seed.
2: Sounds about right. And now studio audience is kissing my beautiful mascot son.
0: Speaking of mascots, before we get into. Yeah. Football, shout out Poe. Unfortunately, the, the rain, no free shout mess. outs. God damn it. Sorry, shout out, no free shout out, Poe. Yeah, I hope you realize that's a, that's a bar stool that I stole. But <clears throat> what, shout what? out, bustle, you shout stole? out What'd the boys. You steal? shout out, bust with the boys. No free shout outs. Has uh, the the other former co host of this podcast talk about busting with the boys because I turned him on to that and now apparently can't get enough of busting with the boys.
2: Oh, shout so, out Will Compton. So, so wait, 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 talk about, talk about. so you're saying that somebody turned somebody onto something and won't stop talking about it and you know you're not going to get mad at them
1: well he's not talking my ear off about it he's talking oh. your ear off about it oh that's not my problem oh yeah
0: hate to see it hate to see it but shout out poe no free shout outs uh he tore his acl or hurt his knee in the last preseason game, and this is why you don't, you know, this is why you don't have your starters play during the preseason, Dominic, is you risk injury, and the Ravens, unfortunately, they were dealing with so many injuries last season. We thought they got over that hurdle, and then Poe goes down, and now they got to find a new mascot. It's a damn shame. I mean, Poe is a real one. Hopefully, they're they're going to retire him. You know that, right? Hopefully, Poe can get better, and maybe he uh, can can be back for the playoffs if they make it to the playoffs. They're going to retire him.
2: They're going to come out with a new uh,
0: a new uh, mascot watch. Hopefully they don't uh, old Yeah, that would, that would not be a good look. But We're we'll going to have to wait and see. So, Poe, T's and P's, my friend. But anyways, let's get on into it, Dominic. You said there might have to be a timeout. Oh, we cleared for takeoff for our 2022 NFL curveballs at church. That's preview.
2: No, we just uh let's just move things along and uh preview uh you know what? Me. Oh I am. What time is it? Seven forty five. No, what not what time is it, but like what time is your Anytime. Oh, anytime? Oh, okay. Before twelve, okay.
0: I think we I think we'll make it. I don't think we're gonna gonna go that long.
2: We're not gonna go till twelve o'clock. I thought we were.
0: No, you know, we gotta we gotta watch Clash of the Castle at ten o'clock on our
2: cocks right yeah we got to watch our cocks watch our cocks watch our cocks let watch our cocks with us oh, i'm sorry okay uh so uh, yes we'll get into nfl preview right now yeah yeah
0: yeah 2022 we are less we are five days away because game's on thursday but we'll talk about that once we get there dominic would you like to start off with the nfc or the afc Let's do the AFC. Should we go with, with our regularly like we do in the MLB, or would you like to go from the best coast to the, the 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 less coast?
2: Let's just start at the AFC and just work our way down.
0: Well, let's start off with the AFC East. The least. Buffalo Bills won that division last year. They seemingly are the heads of the table the clear-cut favorites not just to win this division but to win the super bowl new england patriots followed behind they did make the playoffs last year but they did lose to those bills in the playoffs the dolphins new look dolphins with tyree kill and uh, then jets 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 dominic uh bills seemingly runaway favorites to win this division do you agree with that and how do you well i guess we'll Go with the Bills first, because they're kind of like their own separate yeah. thing. What are your expectations for the Bills? So close last year. Probably should have beat the Chiefs in that playoff game last year. Well, should have. Let's, let's not talk about that right now. Let's not, Def- let's not, let's
2: not hold on to the past.
0: I definitely so don't want ta- to talk about that. It's probably the most heartbreaking betting loss I've ever taken. But the Bills, we'll get into our you know full Super Bowl playoff preview later. But how are you feeling about the Bills? Right now, going into I mean, the season,
2: I I I think one hundred percent they're going to win that that division. Um, it's it's honestly with New you know, New Jersey, I mean, New, the Jets. Well, I mean, they do play New Jersey, so it's so, not that yeah. bad of a. Of a gaffe. Almost almost calling the Mets though, um, I want the Jets, the Mets, New York, New Jersey, whatever. But um, no, I I it's definitely the Bills division. I I think. In all honesty, I think Miami is going to be a team to watch out for. I'm not saying Tyreek is going to be the the end all be all, but I just have that weird feeling in my gut somewhere that like Miami is going to be a sleeper team and you're, you're gonna, you're going to regret playing against them this year, but I, I don't think the jets are really going to do much. The jets are going to be the jets for a long time. And it's going to be very sad to see. And new England is always going to be a team that can pull something out of their ass and make playoffs
0: pretty much fall in the same category as you. Love the Bills. I think the Bills are going to take a big step forward. It's kind of a make or break year for them, I would say, because they've been on the doorstep the last 2 years and they they fallen short and now they're the prohibitive favorite they need to really get it done. Not saying they like have to win the Super Bowl, but they got to make the AFC Championship. Make the Super Bowl would be very nice, but cuz they're kind of on that fine on that fine line right now where You know, people love them. They love the Bills Mafia, jumping through tables and shit. But at a certain point, you gotta, you know, get to that next level and make that that leap into a Super Bowl contender, Super Bowl winner. And I I think they do that this year. I do like the Bills. I think they easily win this division. Uh, Then the rest of the division is, you know, very much up in the air. The Patriots, I do think they take a little bit of a step back. Mac Jones is you know, I think people kind of hate on Mac Jones, but I think he's a solid NFL quarterback. They have, I think Devonte Parker, they signed him. So he's getting a little bit more weapons with the, uh, with the receivers and the dolphins. I, I don't know what to make of the dolphins just because it all just hinges on Tua and he has his moments, but he also has, he has his good moments, but he also has his bad moments as well. And, you know, going up against the Patriots and the bills two really good defenses I mean, that's you know four games right there. I don't know how he's going to react to that and how he's going to play. If Tua plays well, yeah, I agree. The Dolphins could be a sneaky playoff team, make a wild card, maybe challenge for the division if the Bills kind of aren't as dominant as we think they are. But I, I'm not going to hitch you know my predictions to the Tua wagon right now. Even though Tyreek Hill is out here saying that he's a more accurate and a better pass than Patrick Holmes, that is absolute bullshit. But- Tyreek's got to pump his, pump up his boy. Um, they were nine and eight last year. I think that's kind of just similar to where they go. Yeah, I, I don't see them being like a ten and seven team. Nine and eight, eight nine around five hundred definitely sounds about right for them. And then the Jets. I mean, I'm a little bit higher on the Jets on than you are. I I think I just like uh you know Sala, and I, I just like kind of that X forty nine er uh regime that we i mean we're seeing so many like x49 regimes now around the nfl and i think Sal has got a, a decent thing going but also similar to tua this hinges kind of on the milf hunter zach wilson and see exactly what he does because second year it's hard to be in, in the jets and, and thrive as a rookie so maybe they can take a little bit of a step but four and 13 last year i think that's pretty much about the same then Mr. X, here you go. We get the AFC North, the defendant AFC champion, Cincinnati Bengals, won the division last year with the Pittsburgh Steelers making a wild card spot. The new look, Deshaun Watson kind of led Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens, a healthy Baltimore Ravens now in 2022. I think a sneaky good division. The Browns, obviously, they got Deshaun Watson out for the first 11 games, but I think the Bengals and the Ravens are going to challenge for this division. Dominic Steelers. I like the Steelers. I know everyone's going to say it's a downgrade or, you know, they're going to look sideways because Big Ben's gone, but Big Ben was absolute fucking garbage last year. And even Mitch Trubisky is an upgrade over Big Ben. And who knows what Kenny Pickett's going to be. I like this division. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. How do you think it it plays out?
2: I mean, I kind of agree. Don't kind of agree. I think I 100% agree with you about Pittsburgh. I think, um, you know, there's a lot of upside with Pickett and Trubisky. So, I mean, it, it's, it's you know, it just might take them uh, some time to really figure out who is, of course, better for the team, but, you know, and get their feet and, you know, develop that rapport with the team and everything. But, um, I mean, I, I'm going to I don't, I don't want to jinx the Bengals, so I'll go with, I, I think Baltimore will probably will, it's going to be between Baltimore and, and the Bengals, just because Cincinnati, we saw what they did last year, they almost kind of have the same exact lineup, so as long as they keep just doing what they're doing, continue what they did last season to this season, you should be fine, and uh, Baltimore, I mean, Lamar, Lamar's going to do Lamar things. I mean, that, 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 that's enough
0: contract year for Lamar. Uh, I think he's going to want to ball out and prove that he not only is an elite running or uh, room. Um, sorry, Lamar. I almost said running back. You're not a running back. You're a fucking quarterback. You're an elite quarterback and you can actually throw the ball more than people give him credit for. I know it's kind of like a, a very divisive topic. It's either you really love Lamar Jackson or you like really hate him. I, I love him. I think he's a fantastic quarterback and. In a contract year, I think he's gonna want to show out, and whether that is with the Ravens next year or not, I think Lamar plays fantastic, and um, I agree with you with the Bengals. They pretty much return a lot of the same guys from last year, but they up, you know, drastically upgraded that offensive line, and that was their one like really key weakness last year. We saw what happened with Joe Burrow in that Tennessee game. So now, you know, upgrading that offensive line is good for them. That's also gonna help out Tyler's boy Joe Mixon. Uh, I don't see them being like as high flying as, as an offense. I think they're going to be much more balanced and Joe Mixon's going to have a good year this year. Um sorry Mr. X. X. I, I do think the Bengals still play well and they make up and they make the playoffs, but I do think they're going to make it as a wild card team. They have a much more difficult schedule this year and people are going to probably game plan for Jamar Chase, so maybe j- Chase doesn't have like as an explosive year as he did last year. T. Higgins, I mean, this year got T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. CJ Uzama is gone as well. So that's a little bit, uh, you know, it's not terrible, but it's just another one key name that's uh, gone. by. I do like the Ravens. I think the Ravens do win this division. Uh, Bengals make it as a play as a wild card spot. Steelers are going to be good. And the Browns, I think the Browns are going to be pretty bad even with sean watson coming back i mean we saw in that uh, preseason game he did not look very good looked like a guy who hadn't played football in almost two years so i have to wait and see on that afc south the tennessee titans were the number one seed last year the indianapolis colts were on the brink all they had to do was just win one game but they couldn't do that they lost to the fucking jacksonville jaguars the aew jacksonville jaguars so you yeah. And the Houston and the Houston, not the Houston Astros, but the Houston Texans, are in this division as well. The Colts, Titans, two favorites, obviously, in this division. Dominic, very big gap between the top two teams and the bottom two teams here. Titans were the number one seed last year. Colts get Matt Ryan, so they say, "Fuck off, Carson ones." Hello, Matty Ice. How do you see those? uh, who wins this division? Because
2: obviously it's Jacksonville kind of- Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence about to have a breakout season. Fuck the sophomore slump. He's going to fucking throw fucking 40 touchdowns and, you know, run for 40 more. He's gonna be fucking amazing.
0: I do think Trevor Lawrence has a has a, a good season this year. I mean, after all but the shit. He
2: with, ain't going to fucking
0: be that good, though. Eh, probably not. But I mean, after all the shit that the Jaguars went through last year with Urban Meyer And, uh, shout out, Er shout out, Er or Meyer, no free shout outs. He was on AEW in that, uh, the first,
2: who's who's the head coach for Jacksonville. Now it's the old Patriots, uh, Peterson, right?
0: Uh, Doug Peterson, right? That, well, he's a former, I know more of the Eagles coach. Is that what I said? He said Patriots.
2: Oh, sorry. Yes. My bad Eagles, but, um, I, sorry. Mascots kicking studio Yarns in the throat. Um, I think everything's going to stay the same this this season from last, except Houston and Jacksonville flip flop. Jacksonville has a little bit better. Houston is a little worse.
0: I agree. I mean, I, I like Davis Mills a little bit. Like he's, I we don't know exactly how good or how bad Davis Mills is. I don't think he's like dog shit. I, he's I don't. I wouldn't say he's the worst quarterback in the league. I kind of like him. And uh, Jacksonville, I do think they make a little bit of a step. It's going to be hard but uh, they got Christian Kirk, you know, they got, they got, they got some pieces, Travis ETNs back and uh, he'll be healthy for this season. So it's going to be fun to see what those two Clemson boys can do with the Lawrence and ETN, but obviously the top of the division with the Colts and Titans uh, very close. I think you can flip flop them and maybe both of them make the playoffs as well. But I, I like the Colts. I, you know, adding Matt Ryan, I Carson Wentz was kind of not, I wouldn't say like the the main reason they didn't make the playoffs last year, but it definitely did not help. And Matt Ryan is an upgrade over Carson Wentz. And they still have a a solid defense. Jonathan Taylor, best running back in the league. Right, Dominic? No, probably not because I have him on my fantasy team. So, yes, Uh, but I like the Colts. I think they win this division. Titans will take a step back. I do think last year was a little fluky. They had. You know, soft schedule. I mean, playing the Texans and the Jaguars four times a year is going to help that schedule. I mean, for both of these teams. So if they can take advantage of the Texans and Jaguar games, both of them can make the playoffs. But if it comes down to just one of them making the playoffs, which I don't think—I think both of them do make the playoffs. One is a wild card team, obviously, but I will say that I feel like the Colts will um, make the uh, division, and maybe they will be like the Titans, where they take advantage of the shitty teams and they can kind of get a boosted record. And uh, be the number one seed because I think a lot of the other AFC teams are going to have a tougher division or tougher well tougher division and tougher schedule overall. Dominic, who do you think wins the AFC South?
1: It's
2: a I I, like I said I think I'll give it to the Titans, but Colts are gonna it's going to be another it's going to be the same as last year. All the Colts have to do is like win one key game and they're not going to be able to do it. So I'll, I'll go with the Titans still, no matter what. I'm
0: sorry. And now, by far and away, the best division in football, best division in all the sports, is the AFC West. We got the Kansas City Chiefs, Las Vegas Raiders, Los Angeles Chargers, and the Denver Broncos. All four teams have elite quarterbacks, or at least, you know, top-tier quarterbacks. And uh, the Raiders, unfortunately, our team are the uh, least favorite favorited to win this division. Dominic, I think their win totals like eight and a half wins. This division will be very interesting, obviously, because the high flying offenses everybody has, but you got to play everybody twice. You got a. Do you see this division as kind of everyone's going to beat up on each other, and that kind of brings everyone's schedule or record down, or there's going to be like two clear favorites, one clear favorite. How do you think this this tough, interesting division kind of shakes out?
2: I mean, I do agree that this is probably the hardest division. I'm I'm still not a fan on De- of Denver, just because I think Wilson is very past his prime. I think he can add. I I want to make it clear. I'm not. I, I'm not a fan of his anymore. I think when he first started out with the Seahawks, the whole Super Bowl run and everything, you know, great, one of the greats. Now that he's in Denver, I don't, I don't see the same Russell Wilson. So I, I think he helps make sure they're not a dog shit team. But I, 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 am putting my bags, my bags. No, what's what's the saying? I'm putting all my chips chips in one bag and saying that Denver does not do shit in this league in this division at least um, with that being said I think the Raiders they if if they play the right people and they make the right calls I think the I, I'm not going to say the Raiders are going to win the division I love the Raiders they're not going to win the division I definitely see them being a wild card team um But I'm going to go with the Chargers this year. I mean, Chargers are kind of the trendy pick. A lot of people love Justin Herbert. Love him. I fucking hate him for fantasy because he fucks me in the ass every fucking time. But fucking a fucking stud quarterback. Your defense, your your fucking defense is looking fucking amazing. It's, It's 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 their division to lose. Let's put it that way.
0: I think the chiefs are still the favorites, but the chargers are definitely a, a trendy hips. Not, well, not exactly hipster pick. Cause I think all four of these, I think all four of these teams have a legit shot of winning the division. You know how much I've been singing the praise of the Denver Broncos before they got their quarterback. I wanted Aaron Rodgers to be there, but they got Russ. I still think Russ is good. I mean, last year he was hurt with that finger. So I think last year was more of an aberration. He's going to come back, you know, with that, with the, stud receiving group of Sutton and Judy and you know the running backs. I think they're all fantastic. The defense might not be as good as they've been in the past. It's not going to be that you know Peyton Manning Super Bowl 50 led defense, but the, the Broncos are good enough. I am higher, I'm definitely higher on the Broncos than you are Dominic. It I, I think they do challenge for a, a playoff spot. Fuck it I'll, I'll you know I got them making the playoffs. I think they will be a wild card team. Um, and then it, it just comes down to the the Chiefs, Raiders, and Chargers. I, I I'm a little worried that the Chargers are getting too much hype, so I'm gonna kind of pump the brakes, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say they they choke a little bit. I love Justin Herbert. I love you know Khalil Max on the team now, so sh- uh, hopefully he does well. Obviously, I would love the Raiders to make a a playoff run and do some shit. I do think they're gonna have a better season than what Vegas is saying they're gonna do. I think you know eight and a half wins is. Definitely in their range of possibilities, and they had a, a shit season last year, and they still were able to win ten games and make the playoffs. And sorry, Mr. X, but if there wasn't a certain Aaron whistle, maybe the Raiders should have won. Who knows? I don't know. Just just throwing it out there. But the Chiefs, I I, I kind of want to bury the Chiefs and be like, oh, they're gonna take a step back. But we're starting to see the cracks form. With y- you pay your quarterback a shit ton of money, you can't pay anybody else. Tyree Kill's gone. I think like a, one of their key linemen is trying to ask for some money, Uh, but they got Juju. They got some other weapons and I think Juju will be fine. You know, people will be like, Oh, you know, Juju filling in for Tyree kill, but people forget how good he, he is and how good he was back in college in those early days of Pittsburgh, mainly because once again, big Ben was other fucking garbage at the tail end of his career. So, um, I'll go with the Broncos to make a to, you know, I'm going to go with the Broncos to win the division hot take. And I think the chiefs still hold it together and they make a wild card spot. Um, As I said earlier, I don't know if this division is capable of having two wild card teams just because of everyone beating up on each other. But fuck it, I'm gonna do it anyways. Raiders make the playoffs. So we got the Chiefs, Broncos, and Raiders all make the playoffs while the Chargers are sitting at home twiddling dicks. Once again, not make the playoffs. Dominic, I know you, uh, so you got the Chargers winning this division. Uh, I don't think you really announced any of your wild card teams. So we got three wild card spots. Who do you think are the other AFC teams to make a wild card spot? Does is the AFC, I think the AFC West is guaranteed to have two teams make the playoffs, but what does that second team you think is going to make the playoffs?
2: I mean, so I got Bills winning the East. Almost at Orioles. Ravens winning the North. Titans winning the South. Chargers winning the West. I'll give. I, I think I'm going to agree. I think I'll give KC and Las Vegas a wild card spot. And then that last team coming out is going to be the Bengals.
0: Good, good. Shout out, shout the bangles. Um all right, moving on to the or do you want to just say who is your AFC champion, Dominic, coming out? The Bills are the prohibitive favorite. Do you think they they oh. get it they get her done? Or do you see the maybe the Bengals make another magical Bless you. run? <clears throat> The Chargers, you you seem to be high on the Chargers. Do the Chargers get it done? I think I'm going to have to go with the Bills. I think that's a safe and smart pick. I'm going to go with the Ravens. I'm a little worried about the, the injury front and their defense, but I'm all in on Lamar Jackson, not just for fantasy purposes, but I do think he has a really monster year, and he's going to be determined to, to get that fucking money. And a playoff Super Bowl run will uh, warrant that money. So give me the Baltimore Ravens in the Super Bowl. Then the NFC. Run down now the NFC East Dallas Cowboys won that division last year. Uh, Eagles did make a pl- did make the playoffs as a wild card team, but they got absolutely fucking dog walked by the Tampa Bay Bucks in the first round. Then we got the first season of the Washington Commanders and the New York football Giants. Uh, Dominic how do you see this division playing out There has not been a repeat division Winner in forever yeah. So does that just make it a foregone conclusion That the Eagles Will win this division
2: I think It's going to come down between the Eagles and the Cowboys I think that's kind of obvious You know observation Um I'm, st- I, I'm sorry I still can't Get behind Jalen Hurts I can't do it I think as much as I don't like Dak, I think I still give the division to the Cowboys because I think the Giants are just going to be their toy and they're just going to get thrown around. Same with the Commanders. So it's going to be between the Eagles and the and the, uh, the Cowboys. But I will give the edge to the Cowboys.
0: And I'm going to flip it. I think they will, you know, top two teams is obviously Cowboys and the Eagles. I don't like how the offensive line of the Cowboys has kind of fallen apart recently. Defense still going to be good, but those turnovers—they're not going to replicate all those turnovers they did last year. I really like the Eagles. I'm much higher in Jalen Hurts than you are. He's a really good fantasy quarterback. I think this is—he takes a step forward as a real-life quarterback. You get AJ Brown in there. This offense, I think, is going to pop off. They're already a good running team, and now you add AJ Brown to the mix. I think they're going to have a, a really good, uh, solid passing game as well. So I'm going to go with the Eagles. I—I th- I mean, I think the Eagles win the one seed um, mainly because I mean, it's going to be very similar to what the Titans did last year. They have a week, divi- they have a week, week division, week schedule kind of overall. So they're going to feast on that. And even though they're not the best team in the NFC, I think they will have the best record in the NFC um, kind of cheating, looking over the rest of the standings. I don't see the Cowboys making the playoffs. I think only one, the division winner will be the one, to make the playoffs here dominic i do you as you have the cowboys do you have the eagles still making the playoffs or do you kind of have the same as me just whoever wins divisions will make the playoffs
2: I, i'm i think i have my two uh, i have the
0: cowboys winning the division but i think the eagles are going to take a wild card all right all right moving over to the nfc north Green Bay packers won it last year convincingly 13-4 number one seed and then They lose to the 49ers like they normally do in the playoffs. Uh, No Devontae Adams. That's a a big blow to them. But they got a lot of good young wide receivers over there. But we don't really know who's going to stand out uh, over there. Then the Minnesota Vikings with the new head coach, Chicago Bears, are an utter dumpster fire. And the Detroit Lions, star of hard knocks. doesn't matter if you got one ass cheek and three fingers. MCDC is going to beat your ass.
2: Okay,
0: that's a... anyways. Anyways, NFC yep. North, uh-huh. Dominic. Uh, once again, one of those divisions where it seems like it's Packers, Vikings, tier, and then city drop off with the Bears and the Lions. But I don't know if it's all the hard knock hype. A lot of do a lot of people do think the Lions take a very big positive step this year.
2: I, I'm, I think I'm going to give the edge this year. the The AFC North. Or the NFC North. NFC North. Sorry, I'm wrong. Sorry. I'm going to give it to the Vikings. I think, uh, I think they turn it around and they've, they take the biggest step, which is overthrowing the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Um, it's not, it's not going to be easy, but I think you're going to have Minnesota, Green Bay fighting all season long for that top spot. Um, and I do agree. I think Detroit, Jared Goff, um, Getting what you would call Swifty. Yeah, it's a good fancy yeah, team name. You know, uh, I think I think they get things together and uh, you know, make it interesting, but definitely not contending and Chicago will
0: be Chicago. I agree. Chicago will be Chicago. Uh, they will they won six games last year. I do not see them reaching that again. They'll be, you know, somewhat competitive. I I think, but they're going to just there. Maybe they will be like the lions were last year. They're going to be in some games, get blown out some other games, but they will be the last in this division, possibly fighting or I guess earning the number one pick. But I do like the lions this year. I don't know what their win total is, but I would, I would like to take the over. Maybe I think it's like at six and a half. I don't know, but I do think the lions will be uh, take a good step this year. I mean, they were in so many games and they just lost so many, like one possession games. And uh, it might be the hard knocks hype, but I, I do like Dan Campbell. I, I like a lot of the skill pos- uh, people they got over there. Jared Goff is an, an adequate NFL quarterback. If you protect him and you, you give him time, he will find his receiver. So I like the lions. Maybe they, you know, flirt with 500, not a wild card spot, but I, I do like the lions uh, this year. And, you know, you took my thunder, Dominic. I teased it last week. I said, I really like the Vikings as a surprise pick. And I, I'm going to agree with you or I guess I'm agree with myself because I said it first, the Vikings win this division. I think they take a really big step forward. The offense is going to just fucking ball out has nothing to do with Justin Jefferson being my fantasy team, but with the new, uh, I think he comes from the Rams system and getting that type of system in there with Jefferson Thielen, cook Irv Smith, you know, Kirk cousins, he gets a lot of shit, but Kirk cousins, if you give you know, he's like Jared Goff, you give him time. He's not going to fuck it up. He will, you know, throw the bombs, and he'll he'll get her done. I like the Vikings to uh to win this division. Packers, I, I give them a wild card spot. I think the Packers do fine. Uh, I think maybe the loss of Devontae is a little bit overblown. Aaron Rodgers, still Aaron Rodgers, doing his ayahuasca and doing all of his other fucking bullshit. Uh, they'll they'll win more than they'll win double digit games, and they'll make a playoff spot. I think you talked about the uh, the Packers, Dominic. How do you think the Devontae Adamless Packers favor this season? I'm not saying
2: that's the big reason why I'm putting the Vikings over them, but your receiving core isn't. I mean, it's a big you, question mark. There, exactly. There's
0: There's talented young people. But we just don't know who's going to stand out.
2: Exactly. And it's, and it's one of those things where it's like, well, you look at the Vikings. You know, it's like, okay, you got one of the best receivers in the game you have one of the best r uh, wr2s in the game so i mean it, it, you're you're you got one of the best running backs it, it, it's it's a good offense very high powered
0: don't don't you have Thielen on your team yeah that's my so WR2. so this is a vikings podcast we're all in on the vikings passing game this year i got jefferson you got Thielen. We're going to fucking ball out this year. And then when we play each other, we get, I get pissed off when Jefferson's getting all the looks. Yep. Uh, what was going to say, Oh, I am all in on the Romeo Dobbs bandwagon. He was getting some love coming out of camp. Aaron Rodgers talked about him. I have him on both my teams. Hopefully Romeo Dobbs comes out and emerges as possibly the wide receiver one. Probably not, but if he can be a solid wide receiver too, I like him. I like Romeo Dobbs coming out in Nevada and being with the Green Bay Packers. Moving on to the NFC South. Uh, Tom Brady is back. Plastic surgery and all and mass singer and all and whatever the fuck he was doing for those two weeks he was gone. But Tampa Bay Bucks did win this division last year, the only playoff team in the NFC South. My King, because Dominic fails to recognize his royalty, James Winston is back to lead the uh, New Orleans Saints. Atlanta Falcons with Marcus Mariota and Baker Mayfield now leading the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Bucks, I don't know if they're big favorites, but they are the favorites to win this division. Saints still got a seller defense. Dominic, I know you're not going to show Jameis Winston a lot of love, but they do have a very solid shot to win this division. How do you see this one uh, playing out? You ready for my hot uh, take? I mean, if I'm ready for it, I don't know if you're going to say what I think you might be saying. I don't know if I'm going to be ready for this. Tampa Bay is going to win the division. Oh, damn it.
2: New Orleans will get a wild card spot, and they're going to cement it. They're going to be a for sure wild card spot. 100%. I think as long as they don't have any injuries and Jameis doesn't fucking, you know, throw an interception every other fucking 50 uh, baby. Yeah, but um, I definitely see Tampa Bay, New Orleans coming out strong. New Orleans might even win the division. I don't know, depending on how uh, Tom deals with not having Gronk and, you know, is receiving cores as good as he, as I think it is. Um, Carolina, Baker Mayfield, love you, dog, but I, I don't have faith. Um, you might flirt with 500 Atlanta may flirt with 500, but it, this is Tampa Bay, New Orleans game, uh, division, but I still have Tampa Bay going over new Orleans, but new Orleans definitely has that one wild card spot.
0: I agree. I think Tampa Bay and new Orleans both make the playoffs, but I'm flipping it. Of course, I'm going to be a homer. New Orleans win, wins this division. Uh, If they stay healthy, they're definitely a playoff contender. But the offensive line, they're having some injuries as well. We've seen with Tom Brady. I mean, that's kind of the reason why the Saints have had his number recently with the Bucs is if you can get to him, he's not going to run. He's not going to move. You can get to Tom quickly. They run into very big issues. I mean, that's how the the Rams were able able to beat him. That's how the Saints have been able to have his number the past two years. So if that offensive line really becomes a problem, then that turns into Tom Brady not having much time and it's going to uh, not lead to success. Um, I don't know why Tom retired and then came back, but I I agree the receiving core is really good. I mean, bringing Julio Jones, he might be a little, he might be washed. He might not be Atlanta Julio, but even. Like an 80% Julio Jones is still a pretty good receiver, especially if he's going to be like the fourth wide receiver over there. So um, I think the Saints win it mainly on the back of their defense. I think their defense is really is really good. Jameis, as long as he doesn't have a 40-40 season, doesn't turn it over a bunch, I think he'll, he'll be good as well. Then NFC West, uh, not as good as the AFC West, but still a solid division with the defending Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams. Uh, they were 12 and 5 last year, followed by the Arizona Cardinals, who are in second place at uh, 11 and 6, and the San Francisco 49ers and um, the Seattle Seahawks. But a uh, three horse race, once again, I would believe in this division. All three of those teams made the playoffs last year. Uh, for my count, I only have one more wild card spot for me. I think Dominic still has a wild card or two I have left. Two left. Apparently, Dominic has three NFC West teams making it. But what is your order? Well, I'll give it back to the Rams to win the division.
2: Cardinals, I don't know. I want to say, yeah, I know they fell off in the back end of the season last year. um, They do that every year. Exactly. I'm
0: so ready for hard knocks in season, because if they fall apart again, it's going to be amazing television. So I'm.
2: And I don't know about the Niners. Trey Lance was absolutely dog shit in that last preseason game. I'm I'm not I'm not sold on him in San Francisco. I know they structured Jimmy G. I don't know if putting him in there would change anything. Um. So I I, I on and the Seahawks. I'm I'm not even going to fucking talk about them. Yeah, Geno Smith is the starting quarterback. He did pretty good when Russ was out last season. Um, so I, I'm giving this to the Rams division. If anyone's gonna get a wild card spot, it's gonna it's gonna have to be the Cardinals.
1: And that and that's it actually.
2: I, I have I have Dallas winning it with an Eagles wild card. Oh no, I picked too many wild cards. Uh oh. Brandon talk. I got to, I got to discuss
0: this in my head. All right. So over the NFC West, uh, Matt Stafford has like a nagging elbow injury. I guess he's downplaying it. I hope he downplays and it. hope it's not that big of a deal, especially because he's my fantasy quarterback in the CTE league, where pretty much every quarterback is like guaranteed 30 points, unless you're fucking dog shit. So hopefully that elbow is not uh, a big deal for Stafford. Um, so if he can hold up, I still think the Rams are really good. Yeah, Von Miller's not there. Oda Beckham's not there, but they still have a lot of talented guys over there. So I think Rams, this is still the Rams division. I think they have a, a solid bounce back year. Alan Robinson, I'm excited to see what he can do. Cooper Cup might not have another triple crown season, but even a you know, 5% of what he did last year, if he takes a step back, is still a fantastic fucking season. So Rams will be fine. Cardinals, I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of the Cardinals. I mean, they always start off hot, then they fall off. Maybe if they, I don't know if they struggle, if you know, struggling early on is a good thing for them, but Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, coming into the fold of filling for D-Hop while he's gone for six games. I do think that's going to be a really good connection with Kyler. You know, they played uh, at Oklahoma together. Yeah, he's not exactly the same receiver as Nuke is, but... I think it's going to be a a really good connection there. Zach Ertz, a full offseason. He's going to have a fantastic season. I like him in real life and in fantasy football. So Cardinals will compete 49ers. Trey Lance, he is just the big wild card. No pun intended. Um, If he can, as I keep saying, he doesn't need to be Patrick Bones. He just needs to be a little bit better than Jimmy G. And the 49ers can legitimately win a Super Bowl because we saw they have the second most or tied for the most uh, players that were voted on for the top 100 players in the NFL, just top to bottom offense, defense, fantastic roster. Now can Trey Lance pull it together? That is, we will have to wait and see now he struggled a little bit last season. I, I don't know. I think, as I said, Rams win the division. I th- because I only have one wildcard spot. So I have to choose between the Cardinals and the 49ers. And I really do think it's going to be very close. I mean, only a game separated them last year with Cardinals being 11 wins and 49ers being 10 wins. But will it help you if, if, to tell you who my wildcard team is? No, because I'm going with the 49ers. and if the 49ers get it together. Trey Lanton might not be pretty, but he figures it out. And I think Kyle Shanahan has such a good scheme that he does, you know, Trey Lance doesn't seem to be perfect but he'll be good enough. And I think he's going to get a long leash just because of what they gave up for him. So Kyle Shannon needs him to work out. Even if you have the best backup quarterback in the NFL, I don't think they want to use Jimmy G. I think Jimmy is more of kind of like a, you know, a raw, raw locker room move. And you don't want to trade him to Seattle. Cause that's seemingly like the place he would go. So I'm going with the 49ers Dominic. Do you agree with me or are you going with Kyler? I'm going with neither. Oh, I'm going to with the Seahawks. No, I'm going to
2: go with the Rams winning the division. That's a no wild card coming out of the West. Because I have Tampa Bay winning the South with a solid New Orleans team. I have Minnesota winning the North with a good Green Bay Packer. And then I have Dallas winning the East with the Eagles
0: taking that last spot. All right, and I got the Eagles winning the division and the number one seed. No Dallas Cowboys making my playoffs, but they got Green Bay and the Vikings, the Saints and the Bucks, and then the Rams and the 49ers. So all that being said, Dominic, you got the Bills coming out of the AFC. I got the Ravens. Who do you have winning the NFC and your Super Bowl prediction?
2: I will
1: go with if all is well in the world. I will go
0: with the Minnesota Vikings. I'm like you're just stealing my. Th- I'm also going to pick them to win the Super Bowl, but I, I, I'm just going to say, did it, such a great job at convincing you last week. This is why you're all in on the Vikings. I honestly don't even remember what you were saying last week, but okay. You just don't remember anything. to that too. Any reasoning behind the Vikings?
2: I just I but feel so like... my
0: convincing argument I made last week. I just feel like they have such a high-powered offense.
2: Their defense is decent. I, As long as everybody stays healthy, this is the team to beat.
0: Okay, okay. Um, so, last two seasons, we got the Tampa Bay winning it and the Rams winning it, I believe... The Super Bowl this year is in Arizona. So neither one of us have the Cardinals making the playoffs. So I don't think the Cardinals are going to win the Super Bowl in their home stadium. But coming out of the NFC, I will go with the Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly on the path to victory. We got a, for me, I got a battle of the birds going on in the Super Bowl, but I don't have the Eagles winning it. I'm on the Lamar hype train. I got the Baltimore Ravens winning the Super Bowl. I'm a little bit scared of that defense because it was not very good last year. Hopefully, now with everyone healthy, they can be a solid defense, and I still am going to say Lamar is going to have a fantastic season. So, Dominic, you got the Bills and the Vikings. Thank God this is not being played on it. Well, Vikings play in the dome, so it wouldn't really matter. But you have two cold weather teams, two high powered offenses, two pretty good defenses. I would be excited if that was the Super Bowl in your case. Well, you but should be
2: excited because it is going to be the Super
0: Bowl. It is going to be this. well. Yeah, no, 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 it's gonna be right. we're getting the we're getting the battle of the birds in in my Super Bowl. And that's what we all care about. And once again, I did talk about, but the New Orleans Saints, Jameis, famous Jameis, King Jameis is going to run the bird gauntlet. He's going to beat all of them. Even my Super Bowl winning Baltimore Ravens. Well, I
2: got my bills winning the Super Bowl over your Minnesota Vikings. So that's fine.
0: That's okay, Dominic with the chalkiest of chalk picks, but he's got the hipster pick of the Vikings. So I'll let it slide. Thank you. All right. So that is it for the 2022 NFL season preview. We will hold all of these accountable. We definitely won't forget about all of our predictions by week two. But It is the return. We're not having a full slate because there's only one game between podcast recordings. We have the NFL debut on Thursday, which means we get a mini edition of everyone's favorite segment. There you go. So we do have a fantastic Super Bowl or. Super preview, possibly, uh, with the Buffalo Bills, Dominic's Super Bowl champion moving or moving across country to face the Los Angeles Rams. And once again, we, we, we will be going with NFL spreads throughout the season. This one doesn't matter as much because it is a closer uh, spread, but for what it's worth, the Buffalo Bills are favored in this one at two and a half. Rams, defending Super Bowl champions, underdogs at home. Dominic, you got the Bills winning the Super Bowl, but do you have the Bills winning Week One? One hundred percent guaranteed,
2: the Bills get the job done this time. All right,
0: all right. I mean, I love the Bills. I, I really, I really do want them to have a fantastic season. Um, the Rams a little bit of a question mark of what they're going to what they're going to look like. I think that the hype on the Bills is maybe a little bit too much. I mean, getting if you're getting going to give me two and a half points at home defending Super Bowl champs, I'm going to take it. So I'm going to take the Rams. To uh to cover, maybe it's a really close. I mean, I really hope it's a close game and we you know not have a fantastic game to start off the season. So maybe the Bills win, but don't cover. But. If you're gonna give me two and a half points in the Rams, I am going to take that all day. Uh over under set at 52 and a half. Um that that's a that's a high total, but I personally I would love to see that. But I just think both defenses are too good to uh get into a shootout, Dominic. Do you think we're gonna get a, a, a fun shootout to start the season, or do you think it's gonna be a nice, you know, a low scoring battle, but under 52 and a half. It's going to be a slobber knocker of a match, which I'm fine with that. I mean, if Matt Stafford's out there fucking chucking it all over the place and Josh I'm... Allen's going to be throwing it and fucking running it,
2: it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great game. A great first game of the season, but the bills are going to win it. Thank you. And
0: good night. The bank. So Dominic's got the bills minus two and a half. Give me the Rams plus two and a half. Hopefully my Bitcoin processes by that point and I can fucking be a degenerate, but we will have to wait and see. So that's it for Dominic's picks. Just one game, a little teaser, a little little, te- little taste, a little tease for next week. But we do got the full slate next week. We'll have 15 games to preview. 15 on. games next week. Jesus Christ. Well, that's what happens when there's a full set of NFL games, Dominic. Yeah, I know. All right. So that is it. Uh we got one jingle. So now we gotta do another jingle because that's Dominic's more than this is just a jukebox, but uh, let's move on over to the fan mail segment, otherwise known as
2: Mr. X's Conference.
0: questions of the week. So we got Johnny Roca he said the it. bum bumby dick bum bum. Sorry. <clears throat> bum, bum. We got Johnny Roca, of course, sending in his plethora of questions. He's got three this week. September is a national chicken month. If you did not know, now you know. Where is your favorite non fast food place to get chicken?
2: So is this kind of like fried chicken or is it like just like it's just any chicken, chicken
0: dish? It's just any chicken? I mean, if you and like, what's classified as fast food, like legitimate. I, I, I will be the determiner of that.
2: Well, sorry, if I'm making a lot of noise, I'm trying to put my hair in a better bun this time. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to say it. I, I'm, I don't know if I told you, but I've been saying it a lot at work. Panera has the most delicious spicy chicken sandwich I've had in a long time. Just saying. So I would have to go Panera maybe.
0: Is that considered fast food? It's like fast casual, but I will go. I was going to bring this up after you just said that the best spicy chicken sandwich you've had in a while. I was going to say we went to this in Vegas, and I thought it was probably one of the best spicy chicken sandwiches I've ever had. And I know this is more of a hipster pick, but the Crack Shack in Vegas by Park MGM, I thought it was fantastic. I loved it. It's definitely more of a fast, casual type place. Dominic, you just forget about that. Are you actually going to put Panera over the Crack Shack? I, oh, everybody loved. Is,
2: only ha- I mean, don't get me wrong. We love the Crack Shack, but I it was only that one time. Like, I've already had this sandwich like two times from Panera. I only had it once. So it's hard to determine the factor if Crack Shack is better than this Panera sandwich. So I have to put Panera over Crack Shack. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, if we're not going to go fried chicken sandwich or just fried ch- chicken in general, I do like the the pre preseason chicken that they make at a Costco. Not the like the rotisserie chicken, but like the drumsticks where they have like the sauce and shit on that. I do like that chicken. You know what I'm talking about? It's like an orange reddish type. Yeah. Yeah. Seasoning flavor. It's like adobo,
2: I think, or something like
0: that. I don't think it's adobo, but. Anyways. Um, I mean. Any other uh, non-fast food chicken places you'd like to shout out? No, I can't.
2: I can't really. I mean. Yeah, I think that's it. I'll just go Panera, I think. I mean, yeah.
0: All right, similar to last week's question, which Super bowl list AFC team will be the first to win their first Super Bowl? Tennessee, Chargers, Buffalo, Cincinnati. He didn't put the Texans in there, but, you know, we'll put the Texans in there. we we'll put the Jaguars in there. Uh, are there other teams that haven't won a Super Bowl?
2: Oh, I, I think it would be the Chargers, the Bengals, would be the one of the first two teams to win. The Browns? Cincinnati. Or the Chargers would be one of the first two teams to win.
0: You're just going to completely ignore your Super Bowl pick, yeah, and not and not pick the Buffalo Bills, even though you have them winning Super Bowl this year. Yeah, okay, that's that's a bold cut. That's a bold strategy, Cotton. Um, I think well, easy pick is the Bills. They're by far the favorite, so I mean, you got to pick them. But out of kind of like the non-trad like outside the Bills. Sorry, Mr. X, I'm going with the Chargers. I know I didn't make, uh, pick them to make us uh, the two bowl this year, but, I mean, Justin Herbert is fantastic. I mean, Je- Herbert and Burrow are going to be compared their entire careers. They're going to be the new, you know, Brady Manning. So, God, I and the, the well, the Chargers also have like a little brother complex with the Rams. Cincinnati kind of has its own thing. I mean, I like all these teams. I think all of them have a legit shot. I think Tennessee probably is the least just because, you know, Derek Henry's kind of getting older out of all the teams, you know, Tennessee chargers, Buffalo, Cincy Tennessee, the Titans have the worst quarterback. And I don't think it's really close. Even though I do like Ryan Tannehill, I'm a Ryan Tannehill defender, but compared to Herbert Allen and Burrow, it's not really close. So I think all four of these teams, he listed, were, uh they have legit shots and you know Texans, Jaguars, Browns. Maybe uh, who knows next year? Will the Browns be a possible division winner? Probably not because of the Browns. All right. What is finally number three question? What is the first thing to come to mind when you think of the best smell? So a smelly smell that smells smelly. Hmm. The best smell Uh, this part. Well, I guess this kind of counts, but like when you're I'm a I'm a fat ass. So like sometimes if I go to the gym, sometimes I'll uh, walk out of the gym and then sometimes you can smell the in and out from like down the street. So it's like, you know, oh, I just went, you know, just bettered my life by going to the gym. But then, oh, fucking in and out. I wish I could have that right now, but then I don't.
2: I'm, I mean, I, I, I would agree like that, in, you know driving Hesperian or even sometimes on the freeway you can smell in and out and it's just like oh it smells so good um i i'm this is going to be disgusting and i really don't give a shit but i think when and it has to be my own brew it can't be someone else's oh god but when i rip a fucking nasty fart it puts such joy in my soul because it's so disgusting and it's like and you're like oh it's like it's like one of those smells where you're like you you breathe it in and you go oh my god it's so bad and you just walk away it's like so it's it's a stinky smell so it's not like something i want to smell all the time but it just brings me so much joy especially
0: when like someone walks into it oh it's amazing I remember i did crop dust in uh in vegas when we were walking by new york new york not not good it was Oh, I, I would assume someone walked into it, but I didn't see the uh, the aftermath of it.
2: <laughs>
0: I do remember that, or that you know, the, the like the only time I ever fought in front of you guys was at the uh, great mall, at the great mall, great league. mall, and you fucking farted. And I, and fart I let, it go and I, let right it go, and I try to walk, and I would try to like you know walk like four steps in and go to the car, but it followed me. And then fucking we're dry heaving because
2: I'm sorry, I had broccoli. My like, bro, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> oh, but then, you know, I do it one time and I get shit for it, but literally. And Dominic does it all the goddamn time. I'm pretty much every single time we go out somewhere, he can't fart in public. So he has to wait till he gets in the fucking car and just <laughs> hotbox everybody. OK, I farted, what, twice last night in the car. N- nobody said the damn thing. I did. I
1: said, did you fart and you didn't say anything?
0: That's because we suspect that from you now, Dominic. It's not that we're—it's not—it's not not that we're like surprised you did it. It's just like, oh, there you go, Dominic, fucking ripping ass again. After we were outside for like, you know, four hours, he has to do it in the car because he's too scared to rip ass in front of people because he knows it's gonna be loud. Wow, more loud. Feel very self-conscious now. Thank you. Yeah, just fucking Jeez. let it just let it rip down in public, Dominic. Who cares? No, I'm not especially a we're at the slob. Especially we're in the in the hall, sitting on that wood bench. I mean, oh just the... it would the have floor. vibrated and everyone would have felt it. Exactly. They'd be like, ooh, what's that? It'd have been like sitting it's on a washing dildo. machine.
2: Is that it for Mr. Johnny Rokas questions?
0: That is it for Mr. Johnny Roker's questions, okay. but it's not it for the and friends portion because we have I guess not well, two quite well, one question, but it's combined two different topics okay from big daddy josh podcast question what is bigger bullshit that braun strowman couldn't control his own narrative or that russell wilson got the bag but we curveballs and chair shots can't even get a sponsor and then he provides two screenshots of curveballs and chair shots twitter If you're not following us, curveballs and CS on Twitter and Instagram of curveballs and chair shots talking about how it was a good thing that Braun Strowman controlled his narrative, LOL. And then curveballs and chair shots talking about Russell Wilson getting we can't even get a sponsor, but this guy gets two hundred and forty
1: five million dollars.
2: Is that supposed to be fucking funny? Apparently.
0: Hey, I I don't I don't vet the questions. I just read them. Okay.
2: Oh, I want to fucking be an asshole right now, but I'm not. Be an asshole. Be a fucking asshole, Don. Be an asshole. Be an asshole. I'm not. Show your asshole. I'm not gonna be an asshole right now because the fucking out of respect. Once again, once again, somebody's fucking trying to be funny on my expense, but I have to fucking be respectful because of you. So come on, Don. Be an asshole. Show your asshole. It's fine. fine. Be your asshole. It's fine. No. Do
0: it. Do it. No.
2: Do it. We can just move on.
0: All right, we will move on as we talk to Mr. X and his lovely questions. There's a plethora of questions. He says, hello. Hello.
2: Okay, so who do you see going to the Super Bowl this season? Could it be a team? No one's all coming like the Bengals last season? I mean. The Vikings? The Vikings. I mean, Brandon's picks are just, you know.
0: Fucking cuckoo, vanilla. Cuckoo. So vanilla. So vanilla. I got the fucking Eagles and the Ravens. Hold on. Let me. And if I'm going to go
2: to NFL futures right now. Well, while you do that, I'm going to talk into his next little little deal over here with this extension that Russell Wilson just got. I started thinking when someone when some become a professional athlete, does it seem like it stops being about the sport and becomes about getting as much money as you can? At the end of the day, how much money does one person need? If you were a big-time player and you played for a team where you enjoyed the atmosphere, the fan base, and the management, would you leave for another team that they offered you like $400 million deal? Okay. That is actually a pretty good question. Um, I mean... I think I agree and I don't agree. I mean, I'm like in the middle because I feel like starting out you're gonna want to just play you want to show everybody that you can fucking be a hall of famer whatever position team sport you play for uh when it comes down to it you're gonna you're gonna know what you're worth you know if i know i'm worth 400 million and i love the team i play for but they don't see me worth it then is that worth my time, my sweat, my tears, my everything I go through to be for that team? If someone else value, values me more and I value myself the same way, I'm going to go to that team. So it's kind of in the middle. But I think at the, you know, tail end of my career, I would probably, you know, be like, you know what? I'd rather go somewhere just where I can just have fun, relax. I don't give a shit about money. Then that's where I would, you know, stick with the fan base and everything like that. But you know, starting off in the middle of my prime. If I value myself a $400 million deal and my team doesn't and someone else does, I'm going with the other team.
1: So
0: for, well, it's all easy to say, oh, you know what, I would do it. But um, I don't hate, as I say, you know, get your money, boo-boo, get the bag, make your money. So, you know, I think there is like a, a time in a player's career where you know they're playing for the love of the game, and obviously there's money that comes along with it, especially if you're really good. But then, like where Russell Wilson is, you know, he he's made his made his money, made his career. You know, got his uh, Super Bowl ring. Probably should have two. Should have ran the ball, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but you know, he's married to Sierra. They have more money than we ever can fathom. But if the market dictates you're worth that and it does, and the team is willing to offer you that, then I don't see any, you know, real reason to hate them for doing that. But um, you know, there's like a fine line where it's like you're really good, you're quote unquote underpaid because you're a young player. and then there's like the prime to where you're getting paid a lot. And you're performing and then maybe there's like that back half where maybe you're overpaid and underperforming or you're taking a pay cut because you're trying to ring chase or trying to, you know, you want to stay with your team or whatever the case may be. So there's so many different options, but as I always say, I'm not going to hate a player for you know making money, even if it's more money than they need. And, you know, their great, great, great grandchildren are still going to be using in like a hundred years. But with inflation you know i don't know yeah, about that like 100 years uh all right so i have the afc conference winners uh dominic took the buffalo bills which still plus money but it's at plus 20 uh, 275 my conference winner baltimore ravens plus a 900 so you know i'm going a little over the edge and surprisingly denver broncos plus 850 they got uh got some pretty high odds there goes the bills Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Ravens, Bengals, Colts, Raiders, Dolphins, Titans, and you know, kind of everybody else. But anyways, Mister X's next question: What happened to Josh Harder in San Diego? Hater,
2: Harder, Hater. You, why do you say I'm a hater? Josh Hater is his name. Oh, you're not calling me a hater. Yes. Sorry, I, I'm still fucking tired. I, I thought there was an before but sorry josh hater in san diego is this
0: just a hiccup or is he showing signs of real problems um I, he's definitely showing signs of real problems I mean, we questioned you know what did the brewers know we didn't know if this was like a money thing which see like it was a money thing but also there was he was a little bit shaky before he got traded to san diego and now he's kind of just, I forget what his EO. I guess I can pull it up real quick, but his ERA with the uh for some reason almost at the Dolphins, but the uh Padres has not been good. It was like up in the 20s, I believe. He did finally get his uh first save uh within the week. Now he so he, so far out of five, only five and a half or five and two-thirds innings pitched, Josh Hader has a 1906 ERA with 12 earned runs um 7 walks 9 strikeouts um not not good not a good sev- a not. 7.01 fip and a 3.5 whip he is yeah josh hader not good not Money. not good. he's trying too harder ha.
1: <laughs> thank you Thank you.
2: Next question. I'm just wondering, do you think CM Punk is doing this for Chicago? He really didn't make that clear this past Wednesday. I don't think I've heard the name of Chicago mentioned so many times in one segment. Uh, I think he's just trying to, well, okay, I'll be honest. Him saying Chicago that many times, this whole segment and everything, Pretty damn sure Punk's gonna t- uh, win the title, which whoa, pisses whoa, me whoa. off. Spoilers, Dominic. Well, just saying. It's just you know, it's kind of like, you know, oh, I'm doing it for Chicago, Chicago, blah, blah, blah. It's just like it's, it's it's him trying to get people juice that it's in Chicago. He's from Chicago, Chicago made, blah, blah, blah. So it's it's he's he's just trying to boost up the pay per view buys. Yeah,
0: um, I guess I thought like the promo and everything was like, okay. I still wouldn't have done that match in between whether what I guess we'll find out on Sunday, whether it was like a political thing to kind of placate to Moxley because he really didn't like the interim thing and Punk's going to get his win back on Sunday. But I think they did like not like I wouldn't say the best job they could do but i think moxley was fantastic what moxley did was great he played his part well just overall this whole situation has kind of been more on cm punk shoulders to where he wasn't doing you know that well well apparently dominic can't preview wrestling because someone has an appointment even though i thought that appointment was at 12 i was totally of a heart out of 12 dominic and wait to text me just fucking say it on the air we're an open. Well, we're because, open. you know, sometimes you want to
2: keep things private, Brandon. God damn it.
0: Anyways, I guess we could preview wrestling now, Dominic. So, no, I'm just we're gonna, gonna, uh, well, no, we're we're not just gonna Dominic, I'm not going to be wrestling at gonna all. We're, we're going
2: to fucking finish
0: X's questions. I was going to do. Well, I was just going to ask you the two big questions because we have Clash of the Castle and we have All Out Roman and Drew uh, and then fucking CM Punk and John Moxley, who were the champions by the end of the weekend. Well, I have a text message from Dominic Thompson. Fucking,
2: fucking bitch. CM Punk and fucking Roman Reigns. God damn it. Jesus right, there you go, Jesus. Can I finish Mr. X's questions now?
0: I mean, I guess you can. Do you have an appointment you got to go to? Yeah. Oh, well, what time?
2: She wants to do it by like 930. So that's why I want to fucking get this shit over it's not a hard appointment. It's just she has to do it by that time, but she would have to do it early in the morning. Jeez. So Bobby Fish let his contract run out. There's rumors that Malachi Black wanted his release, along with rumors of other wrestlers out of AEW. Are the wheels starting to fall off of this company? And is the blame solely on Tony Khan? Well, Brandon, uh, I heard, I, I saw Malachi Black wanted to release. It makes me start to think, uh, You know, is the whole Tony Khan stigma running off that you know maybe the MGF promo wasn't all a work, maybe it literally was a shoot, and that you know maybe Tony's a little much, and you know, just he's not. It's not doing it for uh, them anymore, and they realize that you know, with Vince gone and Triple H running
0: the show, it's way better. Well, we're three years in now to AEW, and I think we've kind of seen how things are going to play out, even from the uh, the on screen uh, perspective. That maybe there's things that we wish were going to be changed, but it just seems like they're not going to be changed. Um, it, it's always hard to to run a wrestling company. You Got so many egos and so many people we got to placate, and only so little time. Um, it, it is interesting that the you know, Malachi black thing and Bobby fish thing kind of happened at the same time. I like Bobby. Unfortunately, Kyle O'Reilly he seems like he has like a pretty serious neck injury. So um, red dragon's not going to be a thing in AEW. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, as we, we touched on it, like a little bit last week with the backstage stuff, as long as it doesn't bleed into on screen and it leads to like people taking liberties with each other, I don't have too big of an issue of people not liking each other backstage because you don't have to like everyone you work with, even in the wor- real world. You don't love everyone you work with. But um, we are you know, seeing a little bit with the power dynamic starting to shift with Triple H being in charge of creative because Vince was always that you know, big overarching thing that scared people and people didn't want to go over there because they knew they would get fucked over or they wouldn't be used properly or whatever. The, or Vince would straight up just wouldn't want them if they were to go over to the evil empire. So um we are starting to see some cracks, but I'm not going to say the whole kingdom is going to fall down because of it. You think uh the rumors of it's WWE going, reaching
2: out to the wrestlers going like, Hey, come on, come on back. Who gives a shit? Fuck that guy. You think it's true? Or do you think these are the wrestlers going, you know what? We never had these issues at WWE, even under Vince, you know, we weren't having backstage issues and shit like that. Like, do you think it's legitimately Tony Khan's attitude and the wrestlers not respecting basically him? Or do you think it's
0: WWE reaching out and being like, hey, come on back. We got shit to do. Well, someone on the on the uh, all-out media call asked Tony, like, oh, you know, with Triple H, not in these words exactly, but if, you know, with Triple H involved, are you possibly open to the idea of doing a combined a joint show with WWE? And Tony was like, oh, you know, I was optimistic at first, but I'm less optimistic now because of the way they treated me. I think he said me. I don't think he said us. But I think, yeah. Anyways. Seems to be some, like, legit tension, some legit feelings going towards WWE, whether that's because of the um, tampering, possible alleged tampering that was going on, um, the things Triple H just said about the piss-out piss out company, and even he did an interview with Ariel Hawani yesterday where uh, Ariel brought up, oh, you know, AEW beat NXT, and then Triple H was like, oh, you know, that's our developmental brand, even though he was saying for years that... It, NXT is not a developmental brand; it's a third brand. So, yeah, well, I, yeah, well, okay, you label it a third brand because you're trying to promote it and give it, you know, a but boost. It, but you know, it, it, it's it, convenient. It's, you say it's a developmental brand now after you lost. but um,
2: now, now I got to ask before before yeah, I think he has he said one more question before, right? One more question? Yes, he has one more question. So I want to ask this before we move on to the last question. Is it tampering if, let's say Triple H texts, you know, Malachi Black. He goes, hey, I got plans. I got you, you know, we got a good deal coming your way. Yes. Plan. Okay. But listen, in the real world, someone hits me up. Hey, uh, I got your number from so-and-so.
0: In the real world, Dominic, you don't have a contract that says you have to be at that job for... X number of months or years,
2: okay. But so then my thing is, uh, I, I so I thought this company was very, uh you know, more like a union.
0: Unfortunately, there is no wrestlers union.
2: There isn't. But I thought that whole reason why they d- made AEW was to bring wrestlers in, have them get equally, you know, try to keep them all equally paid, try to, you know, give everyone the same amount of time. They were trying to be a good, like. Put forward you know be a wwe without all the bad wwe things and qualities and treatments and shit like that but yet now a wrestler goes you know what i don't want to fucking be here anymore i want to fucking go back to where i came from and tony Khan has an issue with it i just i, I don't i don't see like he's turning into vince
0: well it is within his power to not you know, fire or release anyone, especially from the tactical point of view of you see Malachi Black and Triple H really did like him and used him well in NXT. Tony's not stupid. If he were to release Malachi Black, I, he would have to suspect or just outright know that he would probably go back to WWE. And what does that do for him? Like okay yeah maybe he's saving some money by not paying the guy but then he's gonna lose talent and the house of black is one of the featured acts on dynamite so it's just like a a net negative in that case
2: yeah i'm just saying though it's kind of like you know i i don't think it's really tampering i think it's just more like collusion if anything and just being like hey you know i'm you know malachi black makes five hundred thousand. Triple X is like dude we got a cool mill waiting for you just fucking up and leave up and leave. We'll okay. we'll pay the fucking fines and we'll, we'll settle out of court and shit like that. I don't give a fuck. I think that's more likely to happen, but I, I think tampering is just a more, it's, it's, it's an unnecessary word in my opinion.
0: Why would it be unnecessary if you're talking to somebody who's under contract and trying to get him out of his contract? Appreciate that's tampering.
2: That's not He's not getting him out. He's just saying, "Look, well, tampering is just
0: conversations. That's all it has to be." Nah,
2: I, I, like, I still just
0: like the Dolphins got in trouble for tampering because they were talking to Tom Brady or talking to Sean Payton while they were under contract. Nah,
2: it's WWE. They're gonna get their way. Fuck you. Anyways, last but not least, I saw a quote from Bubba Ray Dudley saying that Asuka is the modern day Great Muda but she's being treated like the gobbledygooker. Is there any truth to that? Or the
0: gobbledygooker. Gawker. Mm, The modern day Great Muda. I think that would be an app comparison. You know, she comes over from Japan and I think, uh, I don't know, because I wasn't like around during the Great Muda days, but like in terms of like just in-ring success, like Asuka's had a fantastic career in-ring wise like could it be more especially in the main roster absolutely but um we i think that, that sounds about right just because she is a fantastic wrestler she's had her moments but then when she especially like recently like the past two years she was kind of like a over characterized you could probably say like a stereotypical you know stereotype of you know, a Japanese person just yelling and just going all over the place and being like kooky and quirky and not as bad as the Gooker, but I can, it's a little bit hyperbolic, but I can see where he's coming from. But now since Triple H or whatever you want to mark the line of demarcation, she's she's in a a little bit better spot right now, even though she's kind of playing second fiddle to uh, Bailey and Bianca. Which I mean, I I, th- I think
2: bringing them in helped her situation, but um, I, I agree. I think it's a good observation, and hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully, it can we continue this path of her being a little more serious. I mean, you could throw some fun aspects in there, but you know, have her get some wins. You know, get her in some good feuds and, you know, let's let's utilize what we have left of Oscar because she's getting up there in age and we don't need her, you know, being misused for the rest
1: of her career. Amen.
2: Oh, that's it for Mr. X questions. If you want to be like Mr. X, email us curveball ncs at gmail dot com. If. Oh, keep going. Thank you. dm us twitter curveballs ncs instagram curveballs ncs uh by the way curveballs and share shots needs to block uh uh, your brother now block him.
0: maybe we'll see what happens you definitely block my twitter has curveballs and share shots any block ever blocked anybody
2: i think like a few spam accounts i think that's about it some spam porn accounts no like legit spam But like, like the meat, oh my god, I'm about
0: to block you out of my life. Okay, Dominic, have a fun time at, at Studio Audiences appointment. See you tomorrow without Tyler because Tyler hates us. No, okay. no, no, Josh, no, Josh, because he's you blocked,
2: know, he's blocked out of everyone's life now. Yep. Okay, Brandon, are you going to keep recording or?
0: Uh, yeah. Someone no. has to, you know, talk about the chair shots version of this podcast.
2: Well, you know, I would, but, you know. Duty calls. Duty calls. All right. Bye. And I'm going to listen back. So if you talk shit, I'll beat the
0: fuck out of you tomorrow. Bye. No shot. Dominic actually listens back to this podcast. He's going to forget, but I won't talk shit about him because we love him. Right. Uh, there is clash. The castle, but it is 58 minutes away at the time of this recording. So by the time you're listening to this, that show is either taking place. Cause if you, I mean, if you're listening to it while it's taking place, you're a fucking goat. Cause that means you got it right. As it went up, but most likely it has already been concluded. So no real reason to go over uh, the matches, but on the other podcast, I did pick Drew kind of reluctantly, but now kind of thinking back on it. I think you keep it on Roman. Uh, it would make like obviously the pop and everything would be like a big moment, but then you have to think about after the fact, it, it's almost like, you know, eating candy or, you know, going gorging on some like on some shit food. Like it's feels good in the moment, but then after the fact you might regret it because you're kind of standing there like, oh, we had a, a good thing going with Roman. We wasted it for that pop with Drew. And now like Drew is a, uh, I mean, he's definitely in a, a much better spot than when this sh- when this match was first announced, like when he first said he was going to announce or he was going to wrestle Roman at clash or challenged him. I was like, Oh, you know, it makes sense. Scottish guy in Wales, in the UK. Cool. But this was during the Vince era. Triple H takes over. It did start with that really good promo that he cut a summer slam and it they've done a really good job. Like they've definitely heated him up. He's not, I think at the level to where it would dictate a reason for him to win. Like I, I think it's also more the case of just Roman has been so dominant for the past two years that once we get like a little glimmer of someone who could actually beat them, I think people are really trying to talk themselves in myself included of drew winning, but now just kind of reflecting back on and thinking about it. I I still would hold on to Roman. Now I know the rock match is kind of looming over everything and you don't need the title for that. But if Roman's going to drop it, I think there are people out there who would gain more. Maybe not like in the, we don't know what the pop's going to be like if it were to happen, but like in the moment, yes, Drew winning would be a moment. It'd be great. But then you got to think of, you know, two months, two months, you know, two weeks, two months, two years down the line, what this means for the company. Uh, outside of that uh should be a really fun card. I'm a lightweight, maybe I don't know if I say like excited, excited more, but I, I do like how the card is much shorter than all out. Seth Rollins, Matt Riddle should be really good. Gunther and Seamus should be good. Uh, Even like the six woman tag should be pretty good. So uh, excited to see clash. The castle should be a fun early morning uh, show. Then uh, we do have all out. I guess I can just kind of run down the matches uh, pre-show. Ishii and Kingston. Ishii beat Kingston at new Japan. So I would suspect Kingston gets his win back at uh, a W and Kip Sabian kind of weird. Uh, you know, Sabian's been doing that thing with the box on his head for months now. And then he just kind of comes back and, he did that promo and he didn't really like explain like what the fuck he's doing and why he's targeting Pac, but should be a really good match. Uh, both these guys are, you know, super talented and they're probably going to be motivated to put on a good match. Um, I know it's Sabian's first match back, but I probably would just have Pac win, maybe in like shitty circumstances or a DQ or I don't know. It's pretty sure you can do some shit finish like that, but. I probably would just keep it on Pac. And then the match that uh, you've all been waiting for, Hook versus Angelo Parker, bet the house on Hook. But if you want to switch it up and make people not take things for granted, maybe uh, put Parker over. Highly doubt that, but it is what it is. There's also uh, the uh, the triple like mixed tag titles with uh, Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti taking on, I think, Ruby Soho and uh, Ortiz. Cool. Nice to see Kingston and Sammy are back on the card after their little scuffle. Uh, but I just assume Ty and uh, Sammy win. Then on to the main show Brian Danielson and Chris Jericho. Uh, big time match in terms of name talent or name value, but didn't do too much in terms of the bill. It's definitely more in the light of Jericho and Dano Garcia. I would assume Garcia gets involved, whether that uh, maybe not to cost Jericho, but Garcia is trying to make Jericho a better person by telling him he doesn't need to cheat, but Jericho keeps cheating uh Danielson I think Daniel Danielson should win this match now will he I'm not so sure about that I think Danielson you know after a year I I can't believe it's been a year since I went to Chicago last year but uh you know a year into Danielson he's had some really good matches don't get me wrong but I I feel as though Brian Danielson you know that clock's ticking I there should utilize him in the the main events and the top tier a lot more than what they've done so far so i would put uh have danielson win uh, house of black versus miro darby and sting could go either way i think i just put the baby faces over have miro darby and sting win. you know you can have one of them pin buddy or uh, brody probably buddy they, they protected brody uh, brody king a little bit recently but uh should be you know one of those Sting mix matches that just go all over the place and fucking shit happens. Uh, not Jungle Boy, but Jack Perry taking on Christian Cage. This is one of the better, if not the, well, I don't know say best because there's definitely been some bumps in the road, but uh, the most long-term story that has been built up to this match. Uh, I think you just put over Jungle Boy, just especially, I don't think he should stretch this out, just have them have one match, have Jungle Boy beat them, you don't have to like move on, move on, but I, I don't think you get a lot out of having uh Jack Perry, Jungle Boy, whatever they're gonna call him going forward, having him wrestle, you know, a best of three with Christian. And going to the name, I, I think it is right to kind of move away from the jungle boy persona a little bit. Um, I don't know, because you know, he he just did like the not a throwaway line, but just saying you're gonna face Jack Perry, not Jungle Boy. I don't know if that's just kind of a gimmick change for the moment or if he's going to go forward with Jack Perry like uh, Jim Ross just constantly since he's been in AEW, just calling him Jungle Jack, Jack Perry, almost saying everything but Jungle Boy. Now, are they going to move away from the Jungle Boy character? Maybe. I mean, if he can't be a boy forever. He's got to be a jungle man. And maybe he will be a jungle man one of these days. Uh, we get a match that. Probably shouldn't be on the card, but here it is. Wardlow and FTR taking on Lethal in the Motor City Machine Guns. Uh, should be a fun match, especially when FTR and the Machine Guns are doing work. Uh, I put over the baby faces once again. Keep Wardlow strong. Bam, wham, thank you, ma'am. We get the casino ladder match. winner faces the AEW champion at a later date. There is a Joker. Who is that? I don't know. Maybe it's Adam Cole. I don't know what his health status is. Maybe it's W. Morrissey. But if it was, why would you make him show up on dynamite if you're gonna have him come out of the ladder match? Beats me, but I'll go with Yuna to uh to get the win, I guess. I don't know. I obviously I don't see whoever wins is gonna win the title. So and maybe this leads into who I think is going to win at the end. Should uh wait and see uh, another similar to Jungle Boy and Christian, one of the more better told stories going on. Uh, Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. I think this one could be dragged out a little bit more. So maybe Hobbs gets the win. I, I mean, I'm putting over a lot of baby faces right now. So I kind of might lean towards Hobbs just to kind of, you know, switch it up a little bit because I don't know how uh, Tony wants to book this. I, I guess I'll go with Hobbs just because I think they're Starks is above Hobbs. But maybe they want to elevate him a little bit and, you know, get us some credibility because for the most part, you know, Hobbs would have some some OK matches, but he would kind of be the, the big guy to take the loss. And, you know, because you can't do it to Wardlow, you can't do it to some of the other guys. And I mean, Lance Archer is kind of in that same boat to where he, he's credible, but more often than not, he's going to lose those bigger matches. So maybe you give Hobbs a big win here. Uh, we get the trios tournament final with the elite taking on the dark order. Uh, should be a really fantastic match, especially with hangman. And I wonder what that dynamic's going to be. Cause there has to be some sort of story told with hangman and the bucks. And what does Kenny think of all this? I don't know how melodramatic it's going to be. Uh, maybe they really wait and kind of hangman is just hanging around on the outside. And then he finally gets tagged in and he goes up against Kenny or he goes, the bucks and he's a little reluctant. I don't, I don't know how that's going to play out, but uh, should be a really good match if they don't kind of overdo it with the melodrama. Uh, another tag match: Swerve and Our Glory taking on the Acclaim. Uh, I don't, you know, I like the Acclaim, but I just don't think they're it's their time right now. Swerve Our Glory, you know, keep the titles on them. Not exactly lighting the world on fire uh, with this title run, but I, I think you might want to, uh, you know. Make, make it mean a little bit more for them to, to lose it to somebody else. I mean, FTR, I mean, let's be honest, FTR probably, sh- it, they should be the tag champions. There's some rumblings and maybe there's some things going on with FTR, the young bucks. And maybe that's why we're not having that match here, but the trios tournament was seemingly always built for Kenny. So whenever Kenny came back, they were going to do the trios tournament. And if Kenny's going to be in a trios tournament, he has to do it. With the young bucks, uh, Moving over to the women's division, Jade and Athena for the TNT title. When Athena came out for a double or nothing, it seemed like, oh, you know, she is a a big name. People like her. She could be the person to beat Jade. But now standing here three months later, kind of bobbled, you know, butchered it a little bit. I don't think it is a match that means as much. And maybe it could have, uh, with Chris Statlander going down with another knee injury because maybe they're supposed to be Jaden and uh, Chris and they're going to build up to Athena later. So maybe a little bit of a a redirect in that perspective, but similar to the Roman thing, like, yeah, you could have Athena win just because it makes a little bit of sense because they've told a decent story. But at the end, I think you just still put Jade over. Now, going forward, who is the person to beat Jade? I have absolutely no clue. I think it's more the fact of, I don't know the answer right now. I just don't think that answer is Athena. So uh, staying in the women's division with Tony Storm, Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, and Hikaru Shida battling for the interim AEW Women's Championship. Uh, reports were going around that Tony Storm was going to beat Thunder Rosa uh, when this was going to be a singles match. Now, do plans change? Does Tony change it up because that news got out? I don't know. I think you just stick with Tony. If that was the plan, go with it, you know, have Tony win. you can still do an interim thing and have her wrestle and have good matches and when Thunder Rosa comes back and go back to that match, Mm -hmm. because if the end goal is to have a Thunder Rosa match and they're going to hold the title forever until then, I don't think we want another brick Thunder thing. Just, I mean, even ignoring all the backstage drama that allegedly is going on. Don't know if that's the case. Jamie Hader. eh. I don't think she's ready. Uh, it could be good to like, you know, have her, to season her, you know, get her a lot of in-ring work and have wrestle a lot of good people, but no. And Hikaru Shida, kind of been there, done that, but I do like Shida. I think she's super talented, but I think it is Tony, you know, put the title on Tony, have her have a, a really good run with it. And whether that's a full gear or whatever the case may be, she can have that match with thunder. Now the main event, and this is clear cut the main event. I think it's, you know, this match and then kind of everything else in terms of the hype and not even saying, as I said, the hype and everything it. I haven't loved it mainly from CM Punk's perspective. I think John Moxley has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, I, I didn't think they needed to do that match, but they did it. And last week I was wondering how they're going to write around it. Cause it did seem like Moxley and Punk was going to be the match at all out. And here we are. Um, I thought Moxley's promo to kick off Dynamite was just fantastic. I loved him. He was just a you know a shit talker, an ass kicker, and I, I just really love what Moxley's what Moxley's doing right now in the position he's in. Uh, CM Punk, I mean him hemming and hawing about his foot, and then A Steel comes out and hypes him up, and now he's just going to forget about his foot, I guess. Uh, also just the the ridiculousness of ace steel walking out to grab the contract and nobody else on the aw roster goes out to try to fight him or try to take the contract from him because apparently the aw title doesn't mean that much i guess which is another thing that i think overall aw needs to do a better job of it. like making the titles and especially like their titles mean something like everybody has a trinket everybody has their own title so it just seems like no one everyone's in their own little universe and no one's has a main goal and focus to, you know, elevate themselves and move up the card. But anyways, Moxley Punk. Um I, I I'm kind of like you know going back and forth and I think I'm I think I did the exact opposite on the bullet cast where I you know I picked Drew but now I'm picking Roman. I'm gonna do it again. I would put, I would keep the title on John Moxley. I think Moxley is in a really good spot. He is a hot character. People love him. I mean, we even saw in Chicago, like he was getting a mixed reaction going up against CM Punk. Like that, that's not nothing that says something about how, what Moxley is doing right now that he can get like legitimate cheers. Like it might've been, you know, 75, 25 in favor of Punk, but. That's saying a lot to get people to cheer for someone else against CM Punk in Chicago at an AEW show. Which is the hardest of the hardcores. I would keep it on Moxley. I think having Moxley just beat Punk again, obviously not in three minutes in like that favor, but you know, you could have Punk you know, put up a valiant fight, but then he loses. I, I do not know what the end goal is, whether it is to turn Punk heel. If Punk turns heel... It's going to be hard for people to boo him in Chicago. But if you turn him heel, the babyface roster, the babyface side of things is much stronger in AEW than the heel side. So, you know, Moxley, but the thing with Moxley is it doesn't matter. I think Moxley can just beat up and fight a bunch of babyfaces and it still works. He doesn't need to go up against a bunch of heels. Now, if you want to have a more straightforward thing and you want to get back to what the summer punk was supposed to be not saying he was going to turn heel all along, or maybe he was supposed to have, you know, a good baby face run during the summer. And then this, whatever the match was supposed to be at all out. Then that's when punk turns heel. Maybe that was the case and they run with it and they do something cool. Fine. I, that, I mean, and, and that's why I keep just going back and forth. Like I really, really enjoy what Mox is doing right now. And I think keeping the title on him, would be my call. Now, I don't know what the long-term plans are for CM Punk. There's still like the overhanging MJF thing. Like is MJF going to show up? I, I would say no, but then it's like, it's all out. They're probably going to be very motivated to try to top what they do last year, which I don't think they can. I mean, the, the matches, I mean, that cage match was fantastic with the Lucha bros and the young bucks. And then just the, Insane ending with Brian and Cole coming out at the very end of the show. Maybe they want to try to replicate that with MJF. I don't know. I'm very torn. I'm. It it, it is exciting because you know having these main events where a lot of the time it seems like a foregone conclusion. We know where they're going to go. I would say the betting favorite is CM Punk, but from what I would do and what I kind of want to happen is for Moxley to win. We shall wait and see. So there you go. That'll do it for us for today. I think that was a two-hour podcast, maybe almost. I forget exactly what time we started, but it's almost uh, it's 920 on the West Coast right now. Forget exactly. So we're almost approaching, if not past the two-hour mark. It's been a while since we've done the two-hour podcast, but we had a lot to talk about, especially in NFL. Excited. We get NFL football this week or next week, I guess. I don't know. But thank you guys for tuning in. Very much appreciated. I know Dominic appreciates it as well. If you like to be a participant on said podcast, if you want to be like Mr. X and email it curveball and CS at GMO.com. If you want to slide in the DMS on Twitter or Instagram curveballs and CS, not at GMO.com because that's not how Instagram and Twitter works. All the pertinent links will be in the description down below. Thank you all for tuning in. If you're not subscribe subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts at and until next time for dominic and the studio audience and the mascot and everybody else have fun this weekend happy labor day stay safe have a good time you know drink eat whatever you do goodbye and good night see dominic i didn't bury you i'm a good person shout out snooky no free shout outs probably not gonna do that gimmick again because i Probably ran into the ground. Goodbye and goodnight. Uh, bye bye.